Welcome to Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the podcast, host of the show, and happy to be with you uh, here today. Uh, happy to be a member of the Education Podcast Network, proud to be on Voice Ed Radio Canada, and certainly here live with you on Facebook. We'll be going to iTunes very shortly. Thanks for tuning in. It is show number 128, and we are going to meet our guest in just a moment, high school senior and Eagle Scout, Mike Carbonero from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, a senior at Freedom High School. Uh, we're going to meet Mike uh, in just a minute. So uh, getting started here, certainly what's happening, uh, it is June 2nd, 2020, what's happening in our country uh, with the riots, uh, with the protesting, certainly uh, what started in Minneapolis uh, with the death of, of George uh, Floyd and or Lloyd and uh, you know what what happened there and it's just heartbreaking uh, so my heart goes out to our country uh, to those that are suffering uh, certainly a, a sign of uh, support for all the protesters that are peacefully protesting and and uh, you know standing up for injustice I support you and and recognize what's happening. And I also want to give a shout out to all of the, the, the great law enforcement people that are out there that do a, a great job for us day in and day out in our country, uh, including my brother-in-law, Ron Bentley, who is a police officer in, in Connecticut, you know, just concerned for people's safety, right? It's, it's flipping the other way now, and I'm just concerned. So I wanted to say that and, and certainly uh, give a shout out for peace and calm in our country. That being said, I do want to get started on today's topic uh, again here on show number 128. So my brother Paul uh, was on the show a number of years ago. He's a chemist at an Estee Lauder uh, company out in Long Island. He makes mascara. Uh, he's a bright guy, and, and I love my brother very much. He's also an Eagle Scout. And when he got hired at Estee Lauder, here he comes in his fancy suit. He's got the Lauder family there with him. And he's ready to go. He's ready to talk about the company. He's ready to talk about chemistry. He's ready to show him how smart he is. All of those things, right? And the Lauder family, I think it was Mr. Lauder. Uh, I don't want to misquote it, but one of the higher-ups in the Lauder family got talking. They talked 90% about his Eagle Scout and what meant being an Eagle Scout to my brother meant uh, they asked him about his project and being in the scouts and what that meant. And here he is on a job interview that changed the course of his life. And he, uh, they spoke about his Eagle Scout. And what a great you know, occasion in my brother's life that here he propelled him to such a great job and career. But they were so focused on his Eagle Scout. And again, we're going to meet Mike Carbonero here in a moment. Uh, he is my sister's husband's cousin's nephew's brother, however we're related somehow, some way. Um, but we get together a few times a year, and I've grown fond of, of Michael over the years. Uh, but he earned his Eagle Scout. So we're going to talk to Michael about that and, and what that meant uh, for him and his family. But the point is, right, you never know where these accomplishments are going to go. While maybe to Michael, while maybe to Paul, when he earned his Eagle Scout at 17, 18 years old, it wasn't that big. That's a big deal. And it is important. And here it propelled my brother uh, later in his life for his, his career. So kudos to those uh, young men and, and a shout out to all of those Eagle Scouts that are out, uh, out there. 
on what a great accomplishment that is. But I talk too much. Let's bring in the star of the show here. We're going to meet Michael Carbonero. There he is, everybody. Michael, welcome to Education Leadership Beyond. Oh, I muted you. You think I should unmute the guest? What do you think? I'll try yeah, that. A little bit, maybe. A little bit. Welcome, Michael. Hi. Good to uh, have you on, and, and thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Did you know that story about Paul? I did not. Yeah. Yeah. He was an Eagle Scout, and again, 90% of his interview was talking about that. And uh, I know we're going to get that uh, to, about you and your Eagle Scout and a little bit later in the show. Uh, but you're a high school senior, Mike, Freedom High School, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Uh, yep. How are you feeling right now with with what's happening uh, in terms of school and, and not being there and all of that stuff? So I think what, what I need to say about that is that teachers that work in a school aren't really – trained 100% to be an online teacher. And it's just kind of hard for them to switch like that. I, I took a class at the local community college. And I mean, especially with the with the professor, professors, they, they don't they don't like to get told what to do. They don't like to change. There's just stuff like that. They, they earned it. They, I mean, they got their doctors, all that stuff. And the class that I took, I miss so much of like the teacher because the teacher had a personality. I feel like high school teachers aren't are, are a little different because they have a little bit less of a connection with with students and then there's more or less i mean there's some professors that don't have a connection there's some teachers that really do have a connection there's it's just it's just that, that, that that's how it is but how about you how is it feeling for you that you're not in school that you're not with your friends that you're not going through the traditional the traditional things that a senior goes through well that 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 is where that, that that's pretty bad. I'm not I'm not a fan of that part. Um, I do miss I, I miss my people. Um, I've always just been the kind of guy that's friends with everybody. I, I I just like I love love people, love hanging out with people, and it's definitely tough because you can tell there's like a little bit there's just people are longing for social interaction, and that's that shouldn't happen. I mean, humans are social creatures, and it's just upsetting. Yeah, and what do you think you miss the most, uh, Michael? Well, um. I honestly just miss everybody being around, you know, like I could just go see somebody instead of having to call them on FaceTime or text them. It's just kind of, I don't like the yeah. technical barrier between me and my, my friends and everything, you know? Okay. Uh, is there a favorite teacher or favorite subject that you really miss that you enjoyed being in their class every day? So, um, I, the class is over, but I, um, that this is, this is my classes that I had first semester. Uh, definitely Mr. Denofa. He was a he was a really nice guy. We, we we really aligned on a lot of stuff. Um, I'm a history guy, um, and then the business classes that I took. I took a marketing class. I also took a marketing class that actually. So we have a music festival in Bethlehem every year called Music Fest, and we actually plan an event. We plan a band to play, and we like market them and put them on social media and talk about them a lot and get the school to go. And a lot of people show up and it's a good time. You just get a local artist to come and they, they can get their name out there and they can succeed. And definitely uh, Mr. Petrowski was a great teacher. He, he really let us, uh, he let us kind of go. Like he just kind of was like, go do something. You, f you figure out what you need to do. It was more of, more of just like the gentle guidance than the tell you what to do. So we got to explore a lot and find new avenues that people may have not used beforehand or like, cause this class has been going on for a few years now. And we actually meet with the people that run the, the festival. They actually come and they, they explain how to do stuff and they explain how 
we can select a band and how they give us a budget and we have to balance that budget and give a band a certain amount to if they were willing to talk to about us and it's great it's a good time okay and michael you're going to be leaving freedom high school here soon uh their plans for graduation have they are they going virtual? Are they trying to push it back? What are you planning? Uh, they put it back. They pushed it to July. So now we are tentatively planned on having prom and graduation within the same week of each other, which is kind of weird, but it's all right. Okay. And then um, you know, you're looking ahead to college, uh, Westchester University. Uh, it, do you anticipate going there like normal in September? Yeah. What do you think uh, is going to happen there? Um, I definitely think that uh, I believe the, co the colleges in California definitely made a really big overstep. Um, you can't really de decide what's going to happen in four or five months. I mean, that's just really hard to like actively make a correct decision when it's so far away, and you, you don't know what what it could it could this could end tomorrow. We don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that we're in the dark about, and there's a lot of stuff that just kind of comes out of nowhere. I mean, this whole thing came out of nowhere, and we it, it blindsided us. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that it's it's going to probably die down, and I think we may be able to get get into school because I know that schools are definitely going to be pushing for it because there's no way they can charge us full tuition to do online school. And if so, they're going to lose so many people to local community colleges, and then they're going to make all the money instead of them. <laughs> and what do you plan on studying, uh, Michael, at uh, Westchester? Marketing. Okay. And what do you want to get into that? I know your cousin is in a marketing uh, major from Syracuse. What what do you want to get into with that? Um, it's kind of fugazi right now. I'm not really sure yet. Um, it could be movies, just like my cousin. It could be commercials. I could do make video commercials for a Mack truck. I don't know. There's just a, a lot of stuff that I kind of need to figure out once I get uh, done with college. Maybe take an internship, learn some stuff. I mean, I definitely like to end up at uh, McCann. Uh, marketing group just because they're like one of the oldest like American still American run businesses that are doing marketing and I think that's a good place to be yeah it sounds like you're in a, a bird sanctuary there it sounds beautiful yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all over the place it's all good um, Michael um, you know you were a lot you're a lifeguard also in the summer Yes. You know, and, and we talked off air in the pre-show that you had a chance to save a young lady's life. Do you, you want to share that experience? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 it pumps some adrenaline thinking about that. I mean, it's just it's terrifying. Uh, it's terrifying for us. It's terrifying for the the victim that you got to save. And um, when was that, Mike? So the, I also work in the winter. I work all year. Um, but this was all, that was just in the inside pool, and I had worked. I think a four to nine thirty shift, which is the closing shift. And, um, I actually knew the guy, he was, um, my cub scout, one of my cub scout leaders and he had a young daughter. Um, and she was in a swim lesson and then they have these, um, kickboards and you're not allowed to use a kickboard unless you're a trained swimmer because kids like to float on them and then they can get somewhere where they can't, can't swim. And they asked the girl to put the kickboard away and she, proceeded to use the kickboard to swim the other end of the pool and put her in a spot where she couldn't handle herself. And I mean, I, it was just me in this entire pool and I actually heard it. I heard it and I looked 
and I almost got whiplash because I went my head so far around my glasses fell off. But you know, you just you hear it. You, I'm definitely. What's the it? What did you hear? I heard the slip of the of the kickboard because I know that sound. I, I we have to use them to practice for our, uh, our actual training. We have to pass a test every year, um, and I know the sound. It's just the slip and splash because it kind of goes under and then back up. And then I heard her, and I went right into there and I I got her out. Um, it's definitely not as bad when you got to blow your whistle. That's just it's terrifying. That's just something that everyone knows and they're all looking, but the splash is what everyone, everyone knows. Everyone knows the splash to get somebody out. Um, and everyone came in, they, we filled out some paperwork, but she was fine. She was definitely really shaken up. I actually, when I was dried myself off and got my, myself together, I went out and talked to her. She was fine. She obviously very shook, but she was, she, she's safe now. So that's good. Well, and what was the message from the, the, the father or the parents there afterwards? They were, I mean, they were completely distraught. And it was the, just the dad. And dad felt bad that he wasn't paying attention, but that's what we're there for. We get paid, and that's our job. Yeah. Well, that's great. And that is a, a great thing that you have to be able to have such an impact on someone's life there, uh, Michael. And I know there's a number of people watching. If you have a question or a comment from Michael, uh, please put that on there. Um, so, Michael, um, you know, the name of the show is called Education, Leadership, and Beyond. And you've been exposed to a lot of great leaders in your life so far. You know, what, is, what does leadership mean to you? So there's this picture that um, I saw, and it's leader and boss, and there's two sides of the picture. And one has got a guy standing on something and his people are pulling it and he's pointing forward. And then you got people pulling it and then the leader's in the front with his hand forward That and it says leader on the bottom and boss on the top. I feel like that's just kind of, somebody's got their boots on the ground helping as well, but they have that strong thought and that, that determination to tell everybody what to do and where to go and how to do things. Definitely educated seniority, stuff like that. And that picture resonated with you? Yes, it did. Okay. And I know, you know, your grandfather is somebody uh, who you admired uh, as a mentor in your life. You want to talk a little bit about him and maybe some lessons you learned from him? Definitely. Um, my grandfather was a, uh, is, sorry, in just the heart, the size of an, size of an L. He looks exactly like me. You'd scream if you saw him. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much, he's uh he served in Vietnam. He was a union leader at a steel mill for God knows how long, and um, just overall, just a a great person to base your just life upon. This guy is just great. I mean, I can't, I can't even. I'm just gonna say the same thing over again because it's true. But just a, overall, just a great man. And they're watching uh, from Ohio here, and. Uh... That's beautiful uh, that you share that about him, a, a Vietnam veteran, and uh, uh, that's great. Cool. Uh, Michael, I opened the show about your Eagle Scout, which certainly got my attention. Uh, one of the points I wanted to bring you on the show, and uh, all those years talking at Christmas, I never really knew about Scouts in your life, but to reach that level of Eagle Scout, uh, you know, number one, congratulations. Thank number you. Two, what, what does that mean to you and your family? It was definitely uh, me, my mom, my brother, my father. I mean, they were all just kind of 
My brother didn't really support me when he was younger, but that's what brothers are for. They're there to give you crap. Um, but at the end, he was he was really proud of me. He actually brought me down after uh, Thanksgiving. We went to go see our grandparents in Ohio, and he actually brought me down to his house, and we, we just had a good time. We hung out. It was great. Um, definitely my mom, my dad, they really just were the thorns in my, in my rear to get me to do it. Um, it's just... Nowadays, it's not as popular as it used to be. It's not as 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 appealing to people that oh, I'm an Eagle Scout. I feel like I kind of have to hide it. But now that I did it, it's you know what? If you don't like it, you can pound sand. You know, it's it's just so great. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, and and you sh you know it's definitely something you should be proud of. And uh, one of my former students is is watching here and. Uh, I, I remember being at his uh, uh, Eagle ceremony. Jordan, thanks for watching. And uh, absolutely, it is something. So tell me about your project, uh, Michael. What, what was the idea of that? Tell me about the fundraising, that kind of stuff. So I didn't really have to do any fundraising. Um, it was okay. with, like tools. You know, you don't really have to buy anything. Garbage bags, nothing nothing insane. I didn't, I didn't really have to fundraise. I think the most I spent on one thing was 10 bucks for some of aquarium rocks. The, the colored ones, and I'll I'll get back to that later. Okay. Um, so there's a pathway along our rear of the school. Um, it's just weird because um, our school was built in the '60s, and then they added onto it, and they plucked some parts off, and they added some stuff. So the back is more active than the front of the school. The front is obviously used for the buses, so I guess they like it when kids are in the back there because you don't want kids driving their lifted trucks and whatever around in the front while buses are coming through and kids are walking around. But the back kind of uh, definitely attracted the attention of some undesirable actions. People like to do some stuff that wasn't very good for a school setting. And there was trees there along the path that I'm talking about. And you could hide in them. You use them as, as a shelter or whatever. And they're, they were just not very nice. And it was a small path that was completely just overgrown. The trees were, I mean, huge. I mean, they were, they, they gotta be like 25 feet wide and there was about two feet of walking space and like one person could walk through and it wasn't very, it didn't reflect the, the excellence that the school has reflected throughout my career there. And you took care of that, you cleaned it up. I remember seeing the pictures mm -hmm. and it was like night and day. It really, yeah. you know. I turned the trees up about 10 feet and completely got rid of the width. Uh, I wanted to preserve the trees. Actually, the school wanted me to cut them down at one point because they felt they, they didn't really read my my proposal very thoroughly, and they uh, actually wanted me to not do it. And I was like, I'm not cutting down trees as an Eagle Scout project. I'm sorry. If you don't want me to do it, that's fine. But we signed a contract, so I need to do what I got to do. Yeah. And overall, it turned out great. Um, Mr. Reporter, my principal, actually came in, came to my Eagle Scout ceremony and he actually spoke and gave me a, a letter from the school district and he actually saw one day when he came in he came in through the back and he's like wow this, this looks great and then one more part about the project is there's actually a monument there that I guess kind of was forgotten about um, about 15 years ago um, some kids that went to my school they got in a car accident and they, they passed away unfortunately and they their, their class got them a monument and put it in those trees before they were overgrown and it was completely invisible. You couldn't see it. I'm sure people ran it over with lawnmowers. It looked terrible. So I dug it up, polished it off, and then around it, I put the fish rock that I was talking about, um, the black and yellow, which are our school colors, and I put it around there and made it so they had a, a little bit better of a, of a thing that people can look at and, and 
just see. So after a, a lifetime of being in the scouts and service, Michael, and you look back, having made that goal, like what are you most proud of? Getting it done. I mean, my I remember when I was a child and I started Cub Scouts, I knew that this was going to mean a lot. And I actually, when people ask me, why do you want to do Scouts? Unfortunately, I, I, I would say for the college application, for the job application, because you know what? that's that's what it's for and it's being a being a good leader knowing what you want and taking it so having gone through that you spoke a little bit about leadership what would you say now that you you are an eagle that you're taking with you what are some characteristics of leadership that you learned by going through that process that you now have with you definitely learning how to be a leader a lot of people don't know some people are born with it and they're natural leaders but this kind of enforces that. Maybe if, if you were born a leader, you get that better, you know, that, that, that training, that, that, you know, list of things in your head for you to check off when you're doing something. And also it teaches you how to not be a leader, how to follow somebody correctly. You know what I mean? And to be a leader while not, maybe not being the leader, the, the set leader, but you could be somebody who adds, you could be somebody who helps a leader. That's just as good as being a leader. I mean, no one, no one can tell. Y'all get the recognition, and that's what that's what that's for. You be a leader. You don't get the recognition solely, and that's not how it should work. Everybody that you work with should get the same recognition from the actions that they did, everything they performed. That's just completely crazy if you believe that you should get the recognition for other people's work. Yeah, good points, Michael. You talked a little bit about the marketing and, and Westchester, and you're a young man with your whole life in front of you. But what are some goals that you kind of want down the road maybe some things that you say you know i, I want to run my own company or i want to have a, a gigantic car a gigantic house or i want to have a big family what, what are some goals that you have retire at 55. okay live on a beach something like that that sounds great go skiing every winter all i got to say is is that i know when i got to work i got to work and if I can retire at 55, that'd be great. If not, I'll save up and all I can and I'll do what I got to do. There's things in life that happen. There's things that don't happen. There's things that you have no control over. And I don't know what the economy is going to be like when I'm 55, but hopefully, hopefully that'll happen. But other than that, just do well, succeed, be the best I can be. I don't want to be mediocre. I mean, there's so many people that just are okay with being not as good as they can be. And I don't believe in that. Yeah. The status quo. So, uh, in, and again, goal setting and trying to get there. And again, you're, you're taking your first steps away from home towards college. You know, what are some things that you're going to do to accomplish those goals? What are some things that you think are going to be your strategies? Uh, if you say you want to retire 55, what are some steps that you're going to take to get there? Start a, start a uh, IRA something like that. And um, actually something my grandfather said, work hard now so you don't have to work hard later. And that is that is the truth because you don't do very good work when you're tired. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's just bust, 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 your, bust your butt and do what you got to do. Yeah. Nope. Don't let anybody get in your way. And that, that is, that, that's, that, that should be a motto for everybody. Uh, don't, don't let somebody tell you what you can't do. Don't tell somebody what you can do. You need to do what you got to do and succeed. Just do your best. I mean, there's, there's, that's, this is the literally pledge I'm talking about, you know, 
<laughs> be a good person. That's just all you got to be. So many people are just so, so frustrated with people, and it just makes me so sad. You're talking about your life and working hard and, and that, and, and absolutely those are important. But one of the things you shared, too, that maybe in high school, when you weren't as passionate about some of these things that you might not have given your all or you might not have worked that, that hard and, and you're looking back at as a regret, you know, do you want to talk a little bit about that, that some of those areas where you weren't passionate, where you feel like you didn't work as hard? So definitely uh, in the, actually, this is kind of strange. So a, a lot of my classes, I didn't very, didn't, didn't really try as hard as I could. I still excelled, but the classes that I had no challenge in, I would just do what I got to do. And then the classes that I did have challenges in, I would just drop. I mean, they were, they were really hard. Um, not very good at math. And that's just a, that's a carbonaro trait, honestly, maybe my father, maybe not my father, but, um, there's just, it's, it's tough. It's, it's really hard. Um, definitely when I'm challenged to the point of not understanding, it's different when you know what you got to do when you don't know what you have to do. I don't like, it's it's really hard. It's really hard to not know what you have to do and still excel. Yeah, Michael, we got a lot of school leaders that watch this program. A lot of educators. You know, you're a young man that's just gone through again 12, 13 years of classes off to college. You know, is there anything else that you wanted to share uh, for those people or any students that might be watching? Definitely take criticism, people. When people need to tell you something, listen. I'm, there's a lot of things that may need to stay the same, and there's things that need to change. And I myself consider myself an old school person. I like I like how things were. Um, definitely wish we could revert back to some of the some of the ways that schools used to be, with uh, a little bit more of a, a stronger teaching role instead of them just being a proctor that teaches a class. Instead, and I want them to be a person that is involved in your life and talks to your parents and you talk to you and you guys are, are, are well acquainted. I feel like nowadays it's just kind of like Uber Eats. They come to your door and they leave and you're done. You get your stuff. It's just, I feel like there needs to be a bit more of a connection. And there are teachers that do that. I mean, just not, not, not all teachers are like that. And I feel that, I feel like the ones that are, that, that are doing a good job should really be recognized. And the ones that, that come in every day and they want to change the world instead of the people that just come in for the paycheck. I feel like that's just that's something that needs to that needs to happen. And one of my good friends from where I worked, um, from the community center, the pool, he ran the uh, the front. Uh, my friend Robbie, great guy. He's a music teacher, and he actually just got selected for a spot at my old middle school. And he's great. I mean, he's a great guy. I mean, passion, passion, and that's just what you love when in a person when they have that just complete, just, oh, just that overall just just lust for the win for that for that just. I want this. I want it now. I'm going to do whatever I can to get it. This guy is just great. Awesome. Well, I hear you. And again, education, educators listening, you know, there's a fine balance there. And, and for you to say that, hey, that you want more of that relationship building, uh, which that's great because we missed out on some of this human relationship with what has happened. Uh, I got an email today from a parent, right? And Right away, I thought it was a complaint because I'll get a lot more complaints than compliments, but it was a nice compliment that I had a teacher that spent three hours with a kid uh, on, a, on like a project today, like three hours with one student. Uh, that's impressive. So I was, I was happy to hear that and in line with what you're talking about. I got an email today from my statistics teacher. 
he actually apologized for us not having the things that we could. He's he, one of the first time I think he said, I apologize. We didn't get to spend Monday mornings talking about our weekends. Oh, I didn't get to know you more. I apologize because he actually would bring his dog in and he was a good dog. He's like, they, he trains them to very well. And he, he brought him in when he was a puppy years before when I was a, when I was a younger student. Now he's a big, big, big dog and he brings him in and he just loves everybody. He's like, I'm sorry. He didn't get to meet shadow. I'm sorry. Cause he would cook breakfast. He was actually the, the barbecue club teacher he uh, was the advisor for that and he'd make breakfast for everybody and we'd have a good time doing math <laughs> definitely one of one of the best classes i had in this with quarantine um that marketing class just kind of dropped because it just made me real sad because music fest got probably is going to get canceled unfortunately um we don't know yet obviously but i just feel bad because we put all this work in and it just doesn't get really go to anything but definitely the experiences that i gained from that and and just trial and error, just great. Michael, let's get to rapid fire here. You did a great job on the program, and, and these are quick questions. Uh, the, the, the first answer that comes to your head, are you read? Yeah. All right. Last book you read? Splinter Cell. Do you enjoy reading, like, for pleasure, or is it like, oh, I don't want another book right now? I'm more of a movie kind of guy. Okay. Last movie you saw? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, wait. <laughs> Forrest Gump? Yeah, Forrest Gump. Really? Rerun, rerun. We can't wait to show my children uh, that movie. Are you like Mr. Star Wars, Iron Man, all of that, like your cousin Chris? Are you like know every character and every line? I'm the opposite. I'm a You're Star the opposite. Guy. I'm a you're, Star not in, guy. you're not into all that? No, I'm a Star Trek guy. Okay. So I like the other the other series. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. <laughs> live by. Who's your favorite Star Trek character? Uh, definitely uh, William Shatner, Captain Kirk. Good leader, the boots on the ground kind of guy. That's 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 what I like to say. Like that's what I like to see. Favorite place to travel? The beach. Anywhere. It is. What's your favorite beach? Anywhere that's close to an ocean and has sand. Okay. All right. Something that motivates you? My mom. Ah. In what way? Physically and emotionally. Is she paying you to say that? Yelled at. Uh, also, <laughs> getting, getting raised up. Uh, it's just how it is. Yeah, nice. Very nice. A pet peeve of yours? Uh, I kind of like to accept everybody. Um. Uh, there's some things that obviously get me when someone scrapes their knife against the plate when they're make, eating dinner or something. I don't know, something like that. Um, again, I guess being mediocre, being okay with being mediocre. Mm. I understand that there's sometimes where people can't do their best for some reason, maybe a disability or uh, something that's going on. But when you are are content, content with being not the best, that's just that's kind of I guess that gets me a little upset. Most famous person you've met. Uh, I met the cast of The Office. Oh. Yeah, um, yeah, I met that. I met Mr. McFeely from uh, Mr. Rogers. What else? Uh, I know I met. Um, hmm, I'm gonna meet William Shatner and and all those guys, but that's if Comic Con goes on. In New York City. And um, it's in Pennsylvania. It's in uh, uh, okay. Keystone Comic Con. 
Okay. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, ten is the best, one is the worst. Your answer is Ann's cooking. Ten. Good answer. Smart answer. Most important part of leadership is? Being confident. The best purchase under $100 that has had a great impact on your life? Mm, my uh, cassette player. Cassette like tape player? Tape player. It's one of my hobbies. Get out. No. Yeah, I got I got that. I have um I just got a reel to reel from my grandmother. I have a record player I just bought hundred dollars, um and then I have actually have a cassette deck I got for free. I'm gonna have to break out some of my old tapes. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I got Caitlin into it too. Huh? I got Caitlin into it too. Okay. Um, something about Mike Carbonero that people do not know about. I'm a pretty open person. Um, uh, I mean, I guess some people don't really know that I'm a scout. Um, I don't really like to share that a lot, but um, for obvious for obvious reasons. I mean, it's not that I, I'm not proud of it, but a lot of people don't really appreciate it as much, and I don't want to really deal with the hassle. Uh, definitely the saving somebody's life part. I, I don't really, I don't really like to talk about that. It kind of gets me. But in this scenario, it was good. Yeah. That's a great, a great story. I believe that we all have a book in us. What would be the title of your book? Hmm. Live long and prosper. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, short-term goal, three to five months. Um, definitely recover from my tonsil surgery tomorrow. Um, I just started working as a pizza delivery driver, so hopefully, I do good in that and excel. Um, I'm just trying to get by until the pool opens. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And uh, with the lifeguarding, is that, do you see that happening? Not sure. June 5th is the answer. That's where okay. we're, we're a community. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a county lifeguard. So I don't, I don't, we probably may not open just because we're a municipal entity, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Six years from now, Michael Carbonero will be rich and famous. Wow. Better get delivering those pizzas. Yes, sir. Do you have a book recommendation or a movie recommendation that it's like a must see? You gotta you gotta watch it. So definitely the um the Jules Verne, just all of the Jules Verne books. It gives you that kid like adventure as an adult. Um Thousand Leagues is definitely really good. Um yeah. movies that correspond with that as well. But those are just kind of Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson stuff like that. That silliness. Um, a movie. Let's see a movie. There's uh, there are so many. Um, Ghostbusters, great movie. Um, movies about leadership would definitely be Rain Man. I, I stand by that that movie so much. It it, it gives you that acceptance that everybody should have in them. I mean, the, the, you can't. The things that people can't control, there's no reason that you should be judging somebody like that. And it just shows that growth from somebody who didn't understand. Now, I'm not saying he didn't accept him, but he didn't accept him because he didn't understand. And then they grew and they turned into a, a, a great relationship. I think that's just awesome. That, that was a great movie. Um, I love you. Live long and prosper. Was there a favorite quote that you have, Michael, that you wanted to share? That's Life by Frank Sinatra. Nice, nice, beautiful.
Well, Michael, uh, it was a pleasure and an honor to have you on. Yes, sir. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, I wish you the best at um, Westchester. Uh, certainly a shout out to your family uh, that was with us here watching today. Uh, what's your grandma's name there? Is it Ina May? Ina May. Ina May. Constantine, how you doing? Yeah, beautiful. Well, we're going to start this music. Michael, if people want to reach out to you, I know your Instagram and Twitter is below. What would be the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, Whatever one. I mean, I'm not very active on Twitter. I, uh, it's not really one of my favorite platforms, but mm -hmm. just reach out to me. I'm sure I'll see it. Okay. Well, this was Michael Carbonero, class of 2020. Uh, Michael, we wish you and your classmates the best. It's been a tough time for a lot of people, but certainly, um, you know, the graduates here, uh, they want to give a shout out. So we appreciate you coming on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Hang tight here, and I'm going to get this music going. Oh. Sorry, technical difficulties. There we go. All right, we are going to sign off here on Education Leadership Beyond. Uh, I am Andrew Barada, host of the program. Check out all the podcasts on the Education Podcast Network at Andrew Murata 21 if I can help you in any way. Thank you. Thank you so much. Live long and prosper. <laughs> Stand by, Mike.